At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It is a numbers game. Good Wednesday morning to you from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. One of those was incorrect. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Gil and Kelly, hang it out. How you doing, man? You good? I'm good. Tired, tired, Gil. Long night out last uh, night. We'll talk about that here momentarily. Um, first things first, um, I live in a, uh, first of all, on the show today, Will Hill will join us to talk bas- uh, excuse me, baseball and football. Mike Pritchard on the NFL. Drew Dinsick, NBA and NFL. Survivor talk. Can't wait for that. Cannot wait for that. Teasers. NFC adjusted season win totals. We'll do it all in the NFL. But I, uh, I live in a uh, bougie building, uh, Kelly, where uh, valet is mandatory. Mm-hmm. which I suppose makes me bougie by extension, but, you know, I'm working on that. Anyway, I get down there, and the guy says to me, he goes, I know what you're thinking, and I'm thinking, he's like, oh, he's going to congratulate me that the Braves clinched this, and I don't have to sweat it today. And he goes, eight of clubs, Dan Thunder Marley. <laughs> Swear to God it happened. And immediately I'm like, oh, no. Oh, this great. is not good. I actually find that more normal than him uh, congratulating you on your Braves bets. <laughs> I, I don't know why I could just feel. Because he's always talking about betting. So I'm like, oh, he's gonna clearly going to thank me about it. I'm just it. trying to picture you talking to the valet guy every day and be like, hey, Jim, <laughs> add it on plus 190. <laughs> and he's like, oh, let me just write that down to my 30 uh, Braves at least oh, bets. Oh, man. Well, congratulations to all who did ride the Braves bets. Uh, it is always more fun to cash as a group. Had a lot of texts yesterday. A lot of people who are just sort of like, hey, I didn't listen to you the first 10 times, but I did the last three or four. Um, 
17 total bets made here, and the Braves do eke out the win. They needed one win or one Mets loss. Mets weren't cooperating, so the Braves, after a loss the other night, they do eke out, and I do mean eke out, because they got out of a bases-loaded jam up 2-1 to one in the eighth, and then Kenley mowed them down 1-2-3 in the ninth, and the Braves win the NL East against all odds. Congratulations, man. What a haul. Look at all those bets. I ran out of room on the graphic. I had to put 3X and 2X it's and not, 4X next to it. It's not as fun when the uh, – what's not a green check mark? Mike's pops much more with the green check marks. But this is – it is it been an unbelievable stretch for us again. And then someone was kind enough to point it out on uh, on Twitter again. Uh, Iga and the Warriors and uh, Paulo Boncaro and Ole Miss – um, one after the other. Now the Atlanta Braves with the NLE. So again, uh, for everybody who jumped on any of those, we're very pumped. And um, yeah, I mean, again, for that, it was just, this was different. All bets are, are different. Again, different sports are different. Sports Savant, by the way, thank you for throwing that out there. Um, it, all bets are different. And this one was different because it required you to go in, or at least didn't require you, but I went in every day and I made this bet over and over. And I just never thought the market captured that the Braves got all three games at home, that they never lost control of their destiny, that the ball was always on their racket, that they didn't have a disadvantage against Scherzer because they do mash. Um, and then as DeGrom's performance deteriorated, it sort of egged me on. Then there was the Alcantara sort of safety valve at the end that he wouldn't be pitching. And it was one note after another. And so here we are. And so congratulations uh, to all on that. By the way, uh, to those who are uh, uh, observing Yom Kippur today, May your fast go well. Want to want to shout out everybody who uh, is uh, observing the the Jewish Day of Atonement, or as my mother said to me last night, it goes, "What do you mean you're going to work, Gilly?" And yeah, I was what like, are you doing? I was like, "Well, come I got to I got to talk about Survivor." I mean, come on. So. Kevin could have done the show. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin yeah, could have done it. Yeah, that's true. Y'all could have done it. Um, we would have just uh, we could have done play by play of MTV classics all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got that. The, Believe me, we got that in the corner. I've got one eye on that the whole way through. Anyway, the 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 reference to the reference to uh, the eight of clubs, and of course, Dan Thunder Marley was a reference to O's the Mentalist's appearance on this show yesterday. I went down a neuro linguistic programming rabbit hole yesterday, um, and then the best we everybody's just freaked out by it. People still watching it. And I may be more freaked out than anybody. This is from the real Matt Indy. We were, we were Matt and Indy. We were looking at what was the best tweet of them all. He goes, if Oz can guess track seven of slow gems, then yeah. shut the whole damn world down. That was the winner. <laughs> that was the winner. That real Matt and Indy. You had the winning tweet yesterday. Again, reference to uh, obscure references on this show and on primetime action to my old uh, slow gems CD back in the day over at KML. Um, okay, which Kelly bought for seventy-five United States dollars. You don't need a camera on downstairs right now, Gil. I can oh. explain the play-by-play of Isaiah Wrinkle scrambling to find the B-roll. He's got it on the trigger. and there it is, there right it on is. cue. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, okay, congratulations also to Aaron Judge who uh, hit his 62nd homer last night to set not only the Yankees record, but the American League record. And here is the call. This is John Sterling's call or Michael Kay. Who do we got here? This will be John Sterling. John Sterling on the call. Here's the 1-1. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger 
hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run, the most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. <laughs> I want to get as many judge cliches as he could in there. Um, congratulations, get Aaron Judge. Like I said, I love Aaron Judge. Uh, he's going to look great in a Giants uniform next year is what I keep saying. Oh! Yes! Um, and so, again, it's a big, great debate. Half the people say, oh, yeah, it's a legitimate record. And then there's half the people, uh, the subset for, in which I am a part of. And so is Eric B. Tweeting, apparently, on Twitter. Eric Michelle, talking about the best tweets of the day, says, Congratulations to Aaron Judge, who's now just one away from tying Sammy Sosa's third best season home run total. Or there's this per- <laughs> or there's this perspective uh, as well, as people are just uh, giving their own little twist to things. This is from Rob Silver. I'm already excited for weeks of Barry Bonds Jr. regaling us with weeks of vapid opinions on all sorts of matters in the summer of 2038. That a reference to Roger Maris's son, Apparently uh, feeling the need to constantly remind everybody that this is the legitimate home run record. Really, because your father's home run record was diminished when he said it. And so you're just paying it forward, I see. Interesting. Yeah, wasn't that the whole, like, Babe played less games, right? Yeah, so, Babe played fewer games. Right? I, didn't, I yeah. didn't even know Roger Maris's son was doing that. 61 okay. with an asterisk. was Olmu with the asterisk. Right, the whole thing. Um, Get over it! And again, um, it's fait accompli that Judge is going to be the MVP. We get it. Um, but if I could just one more time, and I'm going to let Jason Weingarten riff on this later in the week. But, uh, you know, I don't know, in case you missed it once again, the real most amazing greatest player in baseball by far, and it's not even close, Codify. Shohei Otani has allowed a total of 21 earned runs in his last 18 starts while striking out 148 batters. The only other pitcher in MLB history to do this is Clayton Kershaw. By the way, I don't think Kershaw's the only other. I think there was like five or six others. And yes, Shohei had the seventh highest OPS in all of MLB during this time. He has two spe- spectacular players in one. And why we are just going to sit here and act like he's not the greatest player in baseball, I don't know. But I'm going to let Jason. We, we talked about that many times, and we'll see. We'll see how close he gets to the Cy Young. We'll see how close he gets to the MVP. May end up with nothing, which is just ridiculous. And let me just say this. As much as I love Judge... Judge maybe in some categories yes, in some categories some categories no. Maybe is having as good a season as Vlad Guerrero did last year. But it's the home runs that we are constantly being inundated by, right? Sure. That is that is coloring that truth. And Shohei's year is far better than it was last year. So I just want to put that contextually uh, as a context as well. It's it's just going to be tough, Gil. Because I, I mean, I look at it. I look at it. Similarly, and and you might disagree with this, but I look at it similarly to Giannis in the NBA, where it's uh, you yeah. could give it to this guy every year, every single 100%. year. I get in that argument with people all the time in the NBA. Look, Jokic is awesome, and Bede is awesome. What the value they bring to their teams is incredible. But the offensive and defensive output that you get, that you can get night in and night out from Giannis under Dacupo, it's it's unmatched. He's the best player in the league. He could win it every single year. And Shohei, for what he does, pitching and hitting, I, you could give it to him every year, and it's going to be. Interesting to see how these awards get handed out over the over the next several years. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that uh, plays out over the course of the next few years. But yes, Shohei. Uh, yes, Aaron Judge will win it uh, by all indications this year. Although we don't, we never know, right? We never know with voters. We have to always say that. Um, and then you did something spectacular yesterday, and I wanted to go, but I was 
I was like, the Braves have got to get these final three outs. This means more to me than anything financially. Yeah. So I didn't end up going. I'm going to go with parlay tomorrow. But explain to people what you did last night. Yeah, went over to the G League Ignite game versus the French team. Sorry, the Metropolitans 92, I believe is their t- team name, with Victor Wembonyama, who will be the first overall pick in next year's NBA draft. Will be, not might be, Gil, will be. Yes. Uh, got to see him and Scoot Henderson, who was, was the number two prospect for the Ignite team. Uh, all the stars were in the building. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, uh, Ben Wilson, <laughs> myself. Yes. You know, it was just, it was jam-packed. Boogie Cousins. We were all there, Gil. We were all there. Um, great. I, it was a great game. I know you and I were texting back and forth. I kind of made the decision to go really last minute. We were kind of complaining about seat availability. That Dollar Loan Center is awesome because oh, it's, it's, awesome. it's made for like 4,000 people. Yeah. So as soon as I got in there, I'm like, I feel bad. Me and Gil, Gil and I were even texting about this, about bad seats, because there's really not a bad seat in the house. Uh, yeah, I was really mid-court sitting about 20, 20 rows up. Got to watch that. Webanyama, I mean, this kid was... Everything, kid is, everything the hype has suggested. He is. I will. I will say. I've watched so many of his highlight videos that watching him in person is a very different th- is a very different thing. He even said it after the game that he was kind of winded by the extended minutes yep, of the quarters, that. and I thought he looked that very much so on the court. He had to take some long breaks at time, but man, you're talking about a guy who's like seven foot four. Draining threes with the prettiest stroke you've ever seen. Like this, the NBA ain't ready for this guy. We've never seen anything like this. In 17, I think he's not even 18 yet. It's like when people say, oh, if the Lakers of the 80s played the Warriors of, you know, the KD Warriors, I always used to say that debate, they their heads would explode if they saw KD because they would never have understood a player of like this, who was this tall, who could do the things he did. Let's say that about Wemanyama as well. Yeah, like, absolutely. And by the way, no one can get his height right. It's like from 7'2 to 7'5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one can list it probably. It's amazing. Tankapalooza could be a real thing this year. Coming back with your Dinsick next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You got a style, Kelly? You're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Whatever your betting style. You walk in there with like a swag to you, like, it's my style. Of course, man. It's my style. It's my betting style. Uh, we get tweets. Beatty the book. Always appreciate the uh, the feedback. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Michael Lafon. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Maybe it's Lafon. Gil, that segment yesterday with Mark Borchard was so convincing to bet against the Phillies. I made my biggest baseball bet of the year and won 10 to nothing. Even better, I had a dinner date and convinced this woman. He refers to his he refers to his <laughs> dinner date as this woman. Convinced this woman. To put $100 on the Astros. She was so impressed, she drove me to ecstasy. I don't know. Oh, I see what he's doing. A little wordplay is what he's doing right there. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. This is from... Uh, Michael Burns, so young Gill, did your Dan Marley dream last night end with him having eight points, eight rebounds, and eight assists? Uh, this is from uh, Jeff, Jeff Isaacs. Is Otani live for AL Cy? His numbers say yes. What am I missing? And Otani pitches today. Uh, Mark Borcher thought so yesterday. Um, Jesse Welch, on the prospect of me being out if, if, on Yom Kippur, if I decided to take it off, he said, if you were out today, we could have had two straight hours of Kelly Guessing Lines College Edition. There we go. Nemesis. We could have done an hour of that, and then Drew Dinzik and I just talking about Victor Webb and Yama and NBA futures for an hour. Yes, which why don't we, why don't we do that right now? Drew Dinzik, <laughs> uh, we have more. We'll get to more uh, coming up. Drew Dinzik, ladies and gentlemen, host of uh, not one but two podcasts, the Deep Dive Podcast, which he does with Andy Molitor, and of course, as well, NBC Sports Bet the Edge Podcast. He comes to us just looking as relaxed as ever from his palatial estate in Long Beach, California. I believe that's where he is. How you doing, Drew? Oh, I'm doing well, Gil. I got. Let's play a little game first. I want you to write write down the name of a seven foot four French basketball player. That <laughs> it could be anyone, anyone. Okay, have you got it written down? I okay, do. Let me guess. It's Wembyama. Yes, you're amazing. A, you're amazing. You're amazing. Nailed that it. Was cool. <laughs> that, that was a cool segment yesterday. That was a ton of fun. And uh, and yeah, and uh, and Wemby was unfreaking believable in his, uh, stateside debut last night. Do you believe I, I, we, we ran into a wall here the last segment, but I said, as we're going out that we could see the return of legitimate tankapalooza this coming year. In other words, three teams will have, it's not the old school days of 2017, the old school days or 2018, whatever it was, where there was one team that was going to get 25% of the ping pong balls and that ended up being Deandre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns. 
it's three teams with 14%. But just that incremental increase in ping pong balls, could we see that for a talent that is Wenbayama? I mean, technically you would expect that. Uh, this is generational, you know, franchise-changing sort of event coming. Um, but at the same time, there's a, the stratification in the NBA this season seems so much more clearly defined uh, than any season I can remember in the last, say, 10 that I've been handicapping this. Mm. Um, that Like the teams, even like a team like um, OKC, if they're like determined to, uh, you know, kind of find their way into that mix, like they still have a young nucleus that's getting better every year and is going to be pretty good. And they're going to win some games, even if they're not trying to. Um, so there's, you know, it, I, I don't actually know that, uh, you know, sort of a, a subset of teams that, um, you know, have young talent are going to be able to truly tank just because, you know, in general, the sort of the lower class of the NBA is more talented than we have seen in, in years past, in my opinion. Um, the uh, the secret tankers that I have kind of tabbed all kind of are all kind of teams that are veteran laden, um, that don't have a ton of depth. That, you know, if the, if things don't go right through the first month, two months of the season, then all of a sudden they absolutely pull the ripcord. I'm looking at the likes of the Wizards, the Pacers, um, and, uh, you know, some of those sort of uh, teams that have marginal um, play and expectation, I guess. Uh, those are probably your teams that could, uh, you know, you either completely jettison their star power and or just put guys, you know, on the, on the shelf for the year if, if they're in the mix for a playoff, or, you know, for a, uh, a lottery pick. Otherwise, you know, there, there's just not a lot of really bad teams left in the NBA, which is wild to say. That is wild to say. Um, all right, we'll get to football here momentarily. But now that the uh, 17-day NBA offseason is coming to an end, um, I'm, I'm curious, Dilly, didn't we just, didn't Warriors just win the title a second ago? Um, you, you have made bets. What, what NBA bets do you have in pocket? Uh, so the easiest, okay. So again, like in the same sort of philosophy as we were talking about kind of running up to the preseason through the preseason for the NFL, I think it's mostly worth just swinging for the fences here and not locking up a ton of capital in the wins totals market just because the payoffs aren't good enough that, you know, if you have conviction in a team being better than market right now, you're going to get five or six cracks at bet, betting them game by game in the month of October and November before, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're feeling convicted in your priors about these teams. So, you know, playing a win total over on a team like the Timberwolves, who I'm very high on, for instance, doesn't make a ton of sense. Whereas, you know, kind of betting into some of the, um, the higher, you know, the, the higher payout, um, you know, you know, longer tail, uh, type of options make more sense. And what I mean by that is like, you know, DraftKings has up, uh, you know, most wins for the season market. Timberwolves are at 20 to one in that market. That's kind of one of my favorite sort of long shot ways to attack that uh, general upside for a team like Minnesota. Um, the case for Minnesota is pretty straightforward. If you haven't already heard, they traded for Rudy Gobert in the off season. He effectively solves there are two most significant problems in terms of number one, rim protection, and number two, just a player who can play uh, pick and roll offense with uh, D'Angelo Russell. And it's kind of the perfect complementary piece to what they already have. Um, and so I think in general, you know, I, I have I have confidence in Chris Finch as a coach. I think he has all of the kind of pieces in place to be able to solve. Uh, whatever kind of regular season questions teams throw at them. Uh, and in general, I think they're in a pretty weak, uh, you know, weak division. You know, the, the 
you know, the West is stronger than the East at the top. Um, but overall, the um, you know, there's more stratification in the West. And I think in particular in their division, I don't rate, um, you know, OKC uh, or, uh, you know, the, the, or Portland as high as market. Uh, and so I think in, you know, they're going to have some pretty decent opportunities to kind of compile wins in division. And, uh, you know, particularly they're up against uh, Denver, I guess, to win the uh, you know, their, their division. And I, I think Denver's a slightly overrated as we head into the regular season. So, uh, for me, at least, uh, the Timberwolves potentially kind of getting out to, um, you know, the, the one seed chase in the West and, and exceeding their total by a meaningful margin, I think is real. Uh, they probably need to get into the high fifties to get the most wins in the NBA, maybe low sixties, just kind of looking at how competitive the NBA is this year. I think that's what it's going to take. Um, but that's where kind of their you know, 10, 10, 15 percent of their outcomes get for me. Uh, and so 20 to one for most wins is, is a fun way to attack that. All yeah, right. That, uh, that Northwest division, that's already a two team race, Gil. The season hasn't even started yet. And it's a two team race. Nuggets minus 140, yeah. Timberwolves plus 140, Blazers eight to one, Jazz and Thunder. Much longer. Jazz. Jazz ain't like they used to be. Just running it back the same way every year, yeah. which is probably a good thing, by the way. You had to break it up. All right, so let's let's do th- let's do rapid fire here, Drew. Sixers, you're taking them to win the Atlantic to uh, to overcome the Celtics and the Nets, among others. Yeah, that's a very very competitive division. Don't like the Sixers as much to get like the one seed or the uh, you know most wins in those markets, just because the Atlantic is is just absolutely stacked. Uh, even the Raptors are, you know, are going to be a tough out, uh, you know, poor, poor Knicks, man, like the four teams above them in that division, all very, very good. Uh, and I, you know, and I had general kind of optimism on the Knicks being plucky this year. So it's, that's a, that's a tough one, but ultimately the Sixers are the best team and they kind of did a very decent job, I think of, um, you know, kind of, uh, addressing some of the key questions about their depth, uh, which is always an issue when you have, you know, some fragile players. Uh, and, you know, realistically, I think Maxi makes an enormous step forward this year. I see him as a first time all-star potentially and, and taking a leap from about 17 points per game to in 21, 22 range. Um, as particularly as, you know, Harden evolves into his sort of final, final phase here as uh, more of a facilitator than an offensive creator for himself. And so, uh, you know, Maxi making that leap to all-star level, his, his price that most improved player at 25 to one is bettable in my opinion. Uh, and I think in general, the Sixers are just going to be a, a regular season dynamo if uh, assuming that Embiid stays healthy, which is, you know, that's always the question about the Sixers. But, uh, you know, I think ultimately three to one is a great price for them to win that division. Yeah. And as we used to do on primetime action with Matt and uh, Kelly, uh, most improved player, if you go back to the history of most improved player, it's not someone from obscurity. It is someone like Maxi who people kind of know and then just takes it to the elite level after a really good season. Uh, And then the Southeast, usually ruled, of course, by the Heat and the Hawks. You are taking a flyer here, I see. Yeah, going with my guy, Paolo Banchero. It's going to take that offense kind of of the key piece of the puzzle there, in my opinion, at least. And this is not low, low likelihood, but they're 200 to 1 right now at DraftKings. That's a crazy price. My my fare is uh, closer to 75 to 1. Um, and basically, I think the, you know, the Heat being as good as last year, long shot, uh, and the Hawks, huge questions. And then, as mentioned, the Wizards and the Hornets, uh, to me, look like uh, potential tankers. All right. NBA season begins when, Kelly? A couple weeks from now, I believe yep. it is. A couple weeks away. All right. We'll uh, get into football. The NFL with Drew on the other side as we approach week five. What he's bet already, what he's thinking about betting. It's a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network. Hi. 
A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSIN hockey season prep guides available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And once again, Andy McNeil will tell you, I defy you to find anyone else in there but me. He seems very adamant about saying that every time. Hockey season begins this weekend. (laughs) NBA season begins on October 18th. There you go. On a Tuesday. And your numbers on Tuesday. That's right. A Tuesday, Major League Baseball, WNBA. Take note Major, how this works. Major League Baseball is starting their postseason on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, going up against football for their wild card weekend. The WNBA, who are, who are a heat-seeking missile for NFL days, put it there. <laughs> Where, where's their NFL game? We've got a counter-program. Drew Densick joins us once again at whale underscore capper, by the way, for the deep dive and uh, bet the edge podcast, by the way, real quick, last three NBA uh, shots that he's taking as well. Mike Brown for coach of the year uh, for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, he also got uh, Jalen Nola, six man of the year, 50 to one and Rudy Gobert. You can always make a Rudy Gobert defensive player of the year. I bet and feel good about it at plus four seventy five. All right, cool. Very good. Well, I, yeah, I got a little bit of a little bit of positive expectation for the Kings. If they get, they need to get into the top six. But if they do, then Mike Brown is getting coach of the year. That's kind of as straightforward as you get, um, and that's a crazy price. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Rudy Gobert. My fair, my fair for Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year. People would would probably laugh at me if I if I said it out loud, but it is well short of five to one. Let me guess, it's like plus one twenty. Your number? That's. Pretty pretty close. I'm yeah. like plus one thirty five, plus one forty. Yeah, I, that plus four seventy five. Yeah. That's an outstanding number. All right, National Football League week number five. First of all, how'd your week four go? Uh, ultimately, a losing week because the Rams, you know, punked me on Monday Night Football. Me too. No showing. Me too. Uh, um, but uh, that didn't. Yeah, you know, wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, uh, especially problematic overall for my kind of macro stuff in the NFL. It was very solid. Um, absolutely loving some of my kind of positioning and, you know, generally nothing happened that really shifted my opinion of, you know, sort of the landscape of the NFL. So that was good. Um, the best result by far I had plus three and a half on the uh, Ravens and I had under 55 and both were that beat the closing lines by a mile. And the fact that that ended with a Bills three point twenty three twenty was freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was kind of the highlight of my week. You love uh, you love Odafe Owe for making that tackle. You sure Absolutely. he's your favorite player? All right, what, what do you have this week? First of all, that is still bettable. Let's talk about that. Almost every, uh, I think almost everything is still bettable by my numbers. Although the sides have moved in my favor, I have four sides and three totals in the accounts at this point. For sides, my favorite looks are the Cincinnati Bengals and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I laid the three with the Dolphins. I would lay up to three and a half. Uh, I took the three and a half with the Bengals. I would take the threes still. Um, and uh, I think in general, both teams with a little bit extra rest and, and coming into divisional matchups where they have some pretty clear, um, you know, matchup advantages. Uh, you know, I think, you know, Bengals live to win that game out. Right. And uh, and similarly, Dolphins can uh, win with margin. Um, so those are my two favorite sides right around the, the key number of three. 
Um, and then I took a, uh, I took a, a sell high buy low spot on uh, the Arizona Cardinals at uh, five. Um, I know that this is an ugly one. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, but you know, my fair in this was three and a half, even considering that I am a very, very high on the Eagles. Um, so took, took the points with the Cardinals there and then, uh, took the points with the Seahawks on the road as well. Um, not exactly sure what the market saw in the saints last week, week four in general, I thought you saw a lot of teams kind of come into the game with like, uh, this is our season on the line type of mentality and sort of give you a 95th percentile level of effort, uh, specifically the Raiders, the Niners, and for that matter, the saints, uh, I think the, the performance you got from Andy Dalton is not repeatable in my opinion. And I think, uh, you know, some of the injuries, particularly on the offensive side of the ball, you know, not going to be, you know, easily cured with a, a quick turnaround from a game in London. Um, and, uh, you know, otherwise this would be a brutal spot for the Seahawks considering how amazing their offense looked. Um, but you know, most of what they're doing offensively to me looks completely repeatable. Uh, and I think if the saints, you know, ha- after kind of leaving it all in the field and not even getting the win, um, they're susceptible for a pretty decent letdown at home against the Seahawks team. Um, and amazingly, like Saints have a travel disadvantage here, considering where they're coming from, even though Seattle's flying halfway across the country. So uh, Seahawks with the points makes my that, that's the uh, kind of the four sides that I like. And then uh, for totals, I played over with the Jags. I played over with the uh, Chargers and I took the under in the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Falcons game. Yeah, let me go back to the Saints for a second because Kelly and I are going to talk Survivor a little later on the show. We'll do teasers here next segment, but Survivor specifically. And and this is a week, week five, that is very much unlike weeks three and four. A bit of a uh, a sigh of relief, at least on paper, for Survivor players because weeks three and four were just mayhem. This yeah. looks like it's a week that ought to go well for people, and I'm not sure how many people or how many entries are going to get knocked out. So ultimately the, the, the task is, okay, what are all the Survivor candidates? And you just look at, you know, you generally look at the bigger spreads first. That wasn't the case the last couple of weeks. But now you're back to a normal week. And the Saints are part of that, right? Well, the Saints are, as you said, a five-point favorite. So, hey, are the Saints a consideration? And I'm with you. I just cannot get there with them. Like, that wasn't that was a quick throwout for me. Like, I don't trust this team. I get it. This might be the best opportunity to use them. But I don't think I'm using them at all. They're just not viable for me for all the reasons you state. Where, where do you stand on, on the Rams after the Monday night game? In other words, I, I, I said before the season I thought they'd lollygag through the first half of the year. Well, they're certainly taking that seriously. But we, we don't see anybody on the outside besides Cooper Cup even making an – like we, we mentioned briefly, Matthew Stafford leads the league in picks. But how much of that is just Matthew Stafford being so frustrated that he's like, i got to throw this ball in the air and hope? Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of his, in his DNA anyway. Um, and yeah, going up against the Cowboys defense that is playing as well as any defense in the NFL is not going to be great, especially coming off a game, you know, with short turnaround, uh, you know, this could look a lot like their matchup against the, uh, the 49ers, uh, 49ers blitzed pretty aggressively because of the advantages they had, uh, against an offensive line that's not playing well and was missing their backup center. Now it looks like the, uh, you know, some of the reinforcements are on their way for that offensive line starting center, maybe back starting guard, maybe back. Uh, in which case they have a more decent chance to produce some offense in this contest. But uh, out of the four units, the standout unit is pretty clearly the Cowboys' defense to this point, and Dan Quinn gets a lot of the credit for that. Michael Parsons, defensive player of the year, with a bullet right now. Uh, and, you know, that's not going to be uh, a gr- uh, an easy day for 
Stafford to get a bounce back. But uh, the Rams are kind of running out of time to shake off the rust here. They're going to need to play with a little bit more urgency. Uh, and in general, in the same sort of spirit that I don't mind taking a shot against the Eagles this week. Um, you know, I, I don't love running to the window to back the Cowboys the week before they, they get a matchup against the Eagles. The Cowboys-Eagles, for whatever it's worth, uh, there's always a little bit of a, a look-ahead shadow on those two teams uh, before they end up going head-to-head, particularly the first matchup of the season when both teams are playing well and are kind of positioning for that NFC East title. So uh, that, to me, looks like, um, you know, you may get, uh, if, if the Eagles have a lead, they may kind of put it in their pocket early uh, and or, you know, just not kind of come out with as much intensity as they are kind of looking ahead potentially to uh, the week six match because the Cowboys and, uh, you know, similarly Cowboys, uh, you know, thinking that they may be able to catch the Eagles here is it could be a bit of a distraction. But um, no, I don't know what the market is seeing in the Rams right now to make them outside of a field goal favorite against anyone, particularly with someone with a live defense like the Cowboys. Which kind of kind of leads, at least in my head, to this question, which is if the Bills and the if the Bills, Chiefs and Eagles in whatever order are your top three power-ranked teams. Who's number four in your mind right now? Oh, man. The, let me look at my numbers, but uh, off the top of my head, uh, I think you have to have the Ravens probably. Um, golly. Just because the two teams it's... they squandered leads to are, are in that top group. Yeah, and Mi- because Miami they being have... one of them, yeah. And, and because they have a top three quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I think the fact that Jackson is their quarterback, you have to consider them a top five team at this point, even though, yeah, they didn't look amazing, particularly in the uh, second half of that game against the Bills. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm taking a shot against the number four Ravens this week with the yeah. Bengals. Um, you know, again, like the Bengals angle is pretty straightforward as well, which is the speed kills this Ravens defense. Um, and, you know, the Bengals have that. I'm hopeful that some of the uh, kind of poor decision-making we saw out of Zach Taylor on Thursday Night Football in terms of his scheme and how heavily he was re- leaning on, you know, Joe Mixon, uh, you have to learn from those, you know, from that close call. Uh, and I think lean into some of the strengths of your team at this point. And, you know, considering the way that they played against the Ravens defense in the two head-to-heads last year, I would expect the Bengals to be pretty crisp offensively in this one. Uh, and at that point, uh, you just basically need to put uh, put two hats on Mark Andrews and, and force hmm. uh, you know, force Lamar Jackson get, to get it done some other way. Yeah, I mentioned this yesterday, but I, I do wonder now, it's starting to creep in, I do wonder if we'll look back at last year's Super Bowl, the Bengals and the Rams, and we'll think to ourselves, both teams had a bit of a rabbit's foot going. That the Bengals got to avoid the Bills and the Chiefs, overcoming nine sacks in a game, the Rams got to avoid them. It's so it's I wonder. I wonder if we'll look back and feel that way about them. I, I think almost certainly they did. Okay. I like that. Coming back with some teaser talk next. Thank you, Drew. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Here's how it works. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up, makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled you'll receive the $50 bonus as well. That's as easy as it gets. Share the excitement at BetMGM. Get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. We get tweets at beating the book. Nemesis enforcer. Straight I'll be sure. Straight I'll be sure vibe on that CD, Gil. Makes uh, Kelly Bidley said, make Gill's segment intro music from a mashup of slow gems tracks. <laughs> what do you know about Al B. Shore, by the way, Kelly? No idea. In effect mode, baby. I don't know who that person slash band is. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Night and day? Off on your own, girl? Re- I, you me? naming song titles from not, someone I don't know is not going to help. No, I thought maybe it would jog your memory. But Brian Adams was just on. <laughs> on, the, on the MTV Classic? Yeah, MTV Classic. G. Weezy. Hey, I realize what Otani does, but, uh, you know, in my humble opinion, he says, you take Judge off the Yanks, there's not, they're not even a playoff team. You take Otani off the Angels, they still suck. Otani, of course, better all-around player than anyone, but this season most valuable is Judge. Well, gee, Weezy, that's, the, that's a perfectly reasonable argument that people are making for Judge. I'm not even saying that it's, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not even scoffing at it or anything like that. All I'm saying is I do think – if Otani could win his 16th game for a 74-win team today. So in some respects, 
I wouldn't really characterize it that way. In some respects, that makes it even more awesome. I did find it interesting when we brought up uh, the wins. You know, Biotani yesterday on the show. Yesterday on the show, yeah. and it is. It's every one of those. Wi- yeah. Like we usually kind of mock those. You know, just w- wins and losses for pitchers. Yeah. But like that's 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 pretty big for a team that's not been that and, good. And again, my other counter to that is if you put Judge on the Angels, they still suck. But if you put Otani on the Yankees, they won the division in in uh, in August. So I mean, we we can make all these arguments you want. Um. By the way, I love Aaron Judge. Again, he's going to look great in San Francisco. Uh, Eric Biggio, who works over at William Hill, is giving me a hard time. He's a Mets fan. He says, this constant peacocking on the NL East with the Braves bet is making this uh, troublesome. He says, signed a jilted, bitter Mets fan. You know who's a jilted, bitter Mets fan? <laughs> Jeff uh, Jeff Parlay. <laughs> I had to... Wait. Wait, you, did you buy tickets for Thursday? Yeah, well, I haven't bought them yet, but Parlay and I you're, are going to You're treating go. him to that? Treating him to, oh, I'm going to treat him to that. The whole $35 I'm going to take him to dinner. <laughs> just going to give him a big hug. Because I made Braves bet. Every time I made a Braves bet, I would text him and be like, I just want you to know I'm making another Braves bet. I, <laughs> I felt really bad bet. about it. He's like, I hope you lose. No, he was cool about it. He does. We'll talk to Will Hill coming up because we want to talk about how the Mets ought to set this up with pitching coming up. Uh, primetime, Cowboys underscore Cubs one. Did Kelly just call he and Ben Wilson – Boogie Cousins, or was he saying a dude named Demarcus was also at the game last night? The oh, latter. I like oh, it. Oh, that you two are Boogie Cousins. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're Boogie Cousins. Oh, uh, you guys are Boogie Cousins. I have no See idea what you did there, Primetime. Kind of like it. Can we can we announce about Ben Wilson? Are we allowed to say out loud what Ben's doing? I think so. So Ben Wilson, I'm who assuming I assuming it's public. I, I have. You know, we're just we're going to make it public. <laughs> I, I always intro certain people a certain way, right? Uh, Mark Borcher from an undisclosed location, uh, Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke, um, on and on and on, right? And um, whenever I introduce Ben Wilson, because he's been on the show many times, I always say, and now the person who is going to be the most famous out of VEASAN, more than any of us, non-Brent Musburger category, right? Ben Wilson. And I've always meant that about Ben. Ben is going to be the play-by-play guy, Help me out for the uh, G League team here. G League Ignite team that is in Vegas now and is basically the only G League team that matters. Yeah. And so, Ben, so that is usually a stepping stone to being an actual NBA play-by-play guy. No pressure, Ben. Ben is one of the hardest-working, most talented people at this network, and I I could not be more proud for him. That is an excellent opportunity uh, for his play-by-play career. Um, and if you've ever met Ben Wilson in person, he is one of the kindest human beings as well that you will ever meet. Yep. You, you love when good things happen to good people. Uh, Real Matt Indy. Thanks for the Braves advice. Didn't hit it as many times as you did, but still did really well. Awesome call. Glad you did. We got a bunch of those yesterday. Chance Copperpot. I had a small wager on the Braves to win the division, but you talked me into more. I ended up getting at least four bets down to different amounts. All decent plus money, and we cash. You need to talk about it more. <laughs> Keep that actionable <laughs> info coming, you the best. Wait, wait, Thank wait, wait. you. That, you think that's a Twitter name, or is that his real name? Chance Copperpot? I'm, that's one of the coolest names I've ever heard of. Someone, so someone told me that's a reference to something because it is the coolest name I've ever heard. Okay, I'll, I'm going to Google it. Copperpot. I believe he was born on a golf course. Bruce Dobigan, looking forward to the uh, ESPN media melting down like this next year when Pete Alonso makes a run at Hack Wilson's 190 RBI. By the way, that's the other thing that needs to be mentioned about this. Our, our long national nightmare is over with Judge hitting the home run. It would have been over today, too. But you have to, if, if you put truth serum into the ESPN folks, oh, yes. they would be like, oh, for God's sakes, let this end already. I have been in this situation in past jobs, Gil. Yes. This is the where you got to cut into every live broadcast. You got to start. You got to lead every show with it, right? Yankees play tonight. History on the line. Can Judge get there? 
and, every show and, until he gets there. And game after game after game, he couldn't hit the home run. And I was just thinking, I was like, and and for for those who would object to that characterization that they don't view it as that they didn't view it as a potential disaster, imagine if the season still had another week left. They would be on the hook to do that still for another week. Like it's just like oh, just hit it. Already. I mean, it basically it, it yeah. got about as bad as it possibly could have, right? I mean, within one day of as bad as it could have gotten. Did you see the Will McDonough thing on college football this weekend? No. Um, I think it was Matt Barry. Don't hold me to this. I think it was Matt Barry in the studio, the college football studio, who sent it to Will McDonough, and he said, "Hey, you know, it's raining in New York, so we're not going to have any more. We pro- we might not have any Aaron Judge cut-ins coming up." And Will McDonough was doing whatever college football game he was doing. Not Will, Sean McDonough, pardon me. Yeah, Sean, McDonough. Sean McDonough was doing his uh, college football game, and Sean McDonough on air live goes, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I what like a Sean shame. Sean McDonough, that's awesome. <laughs> that was a great moment this weekend in college football. I don't have to distract myself from the game I'm calling for this. Ah, for God's sakes. All right, teaser time, Kelly. Teaser time, fire it up. Let's go. Teaser's on the line this week. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Where does this rank in our intros? Yeah, it's being redone. Oh, there you go. There's your answer. Matt Brown on electric guitar, by the way. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah. He, thank, thank, uh, thank you, Matt, for recording that for us. I appreciate it. All right, so again, many of these are Stanford Wong. Pseudonym for real name, John Ferguson. Many of these are Kelly with poetic license. Again, the Wong teaser uh, recap. Favorites, home favorites. Uh, between seven and eight and a half, teased down through the seven and the three. Home or road dogs between one and a half and two and a half, teased up through the three and the seven. So here are your candidates. You want to take this over, and, Kelly? And what, old rules were 49 and a half on the total or something like Totals that? Totals matter as well. I, I, I think th- those, are all, those are outdated to a degree, though, right? I'm sure that there are updated numbers on the totals. It is something you need to keep in mind if you're really trying to stick to this formula, but... The, the numbers you've seen in years past, I think, are a little out the window. Anyways, this is what I wrote down. Packers laying eight against the Giants. That game in London. Important notes in the parentheses here, Gil. <laughs> Vikings laying seven at home against the Bears. Commanders catching two home against the Titans. Bucks laying nine. This over at MGM. I know there are eight and a halves and eights out there, though, on this game. Uh, home against the Falcons. Jaguars laying seven home against the Texans. 49ers. Six and a half at the Panthers. Cowboys plus four and a half at the Rams. Say what? Cowboys plus four and a half. I like it. Chiefs minus seven versus the Raiders. All right. Te- I don't really know that Te- I'm actually playing that one. Teasers but- have not gone great this year. Ooh, they've been okay. for. So they were slow week one. I think week one I had a brutal teaser week. Since then, they've been pretty good. Past couple weeks, I've had some big ones get up. The Rams got me this week. Rams torpedoed mine. Um, they were in one of mine this week. I mean, there's a bunch that I like here and we're going to get to, you know, much of this is going to be survivor related later as well, but like the Packers and the Vikings teasing those down certainly looks appealing. I'm not going to do the commanders up because I could see that outcome being yeah you any which way. Um, that's gross. The bucks feels very appealing. The Jaguars feels very appealing. So does the Niners. I don't know about the Cowboys and so does the chiefs. So that, that was a real boring, simple so, thing. 
I think that I, I, I don't know that I'm going to play it. I included Cowboys four and a half. Look, I got when you get up at over ten and a half, and against what the, what is this Rams show, uh, team showing us here the past couple weeks Nothing. on a short week? Nothing. I think catching ten and a half points with the Cowboys is 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 a leg I would consider way more than like what you said. Commanders catching two with the Titans. Only bet I've made so far. I did tease down the Vikings and the Bucks, um, and this is a little bit. Look, I'll just keep betting against bad football teams, right? And the Bears are a really bad football team. I know we got the Vikings coming back from London, and uh, they're going to be on that kind of crazy schedule week. But Bears are so terrible, I have no problem laying a point against them. And then the Bucs, the Falcons rely so much on that running game. No no Cordero Patterson. I I think that offense is going to struggle against that Bucs defense. Yeah, I hate that this is not a sexy answer, but I think I'd go Packers-Vikings. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. By the way, Cowboys update from Jerry Jones. Dak wants to play, but he uh, he can't get that grip quite yet. Got to hold him out. He's a grip expert now. So I think it's Cooper Rush this week. Coming back with Will Hill and, of course, others next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.